I think sometimes for, for especially us guys that are very early on in our personal finance journey and of course our audience, I think what's really, really important is to understand that your net worth, you know, or, or living a lifestyle based on your net worth can be very dangerous. Hmm. And what I mean by that is Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, a podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? I'm doing very well, Peter. Uh, month of July, my favourite month, my birthday month. I'm absolutely loving the weather so far, loving the month. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying the summer so far, to be honest. It's the first summer in my new house. So yes, really trying to do up the garden and get the barbecues rolling. Come on, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. I'm looking forward to the invite as well over the summer of the barbecues, man. Yeah, of course. I mean, this this summer I'll probably do several um, intimate ones, but I'll just invite a few. You know, my, my house is usually an open-door policy. Um, so, yeah, for, for, my, for my close friends, I think every other week I'll probably just get a barbecue on and, and people should uh, bring the drinks and bring the extra food and get things cracking. Man said open door, you know, if I rock up at 12 a.m., there's no open door policy, bro. <laughs> there's open door policy with boundaries. <laughs> For real. Uh, no, man, good to hear from you, man. Good to hear from you. Um, and a massive shout out to our listeners tuning in wherever you are. Um, we do appreciate your ongoing support, man. Um, today, we are going to be touching on um, a topic which hopefully is relevant to pretty much anyone and everyone depending on where they are in the journey um, and today Jax as you know we're going to be talking a bit about our net worth and what that actually means and we're going to be taking a bit of a deep dive to really understand if that is something um, that is should be an important part of um, everyone's journey really understanding our net worth and um, so Jax you know you you when you think of all your Bill Gates, your Warren Buffett, your hair, oh, their net worth is, I don't know, X amount of billion pounds, etc. What does that actually mean? Does it mean that they actually have, I don't know, 10 billion just sitting in cash in the bank? What does this all actually mean? What is your <laughs> net worth? Yeah, interestingly, what the, the last thing you said is actually the misconception when we speak about net worth is, you know, when you first heard a term, you're thinking, yeah, that they've got literally this amount of cash sitting in a bank account. But no. Uh, your net worth is a calculation um, of all your assets, minus your liabilities, all the things that you own um, versus all the things that you owe. Um, and, you know, ultimately, that is what your net worth is. Um, is. We say net because it's a calculation of everything that you have gross, everything minus uh, your costs, minus your your uh, your debt and all, all that kind of stuff. So that is uh, what your net worth is. It's also something that's calculated. It's, it's an estimate, so it's not very um it's not very it's not always accurate let me put it that way um so let's say you own an, an asset and the asset obviously will be there and it sits on your asset column as an asset um but you may not actually um how do i put this Un- unless you sell the asset you actually may not really know the actual value of that asset at a specific time kind of thing so um let's say you own a property mm. um and a property is obviously um you know an asset that property may in the market be worth between let's say 300 to 350k um that's a, that's an estimate right unless you actually sell that asset for cash um sometimes we just use estimates when we're calculating people's net worth 
Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, there are some ways to um, find out, you know, what your property uh, price is as well. But just on that, Jax, actually, when it comes to, you know, you mentioned your net worth is essentially your assets, things that you own, um, minus your liabilities, things that you owe. Um, Can you maybe give some examples of what assets are? You mentioned property. You know, there's the famous question around, is your property an asset? Um, But do you want to give a few um, examples of what some assets may be? Yeah, so um, I think it, it can be quite confusing when we are talking about assets because when we do talk about assets, we have um, essentially the accounting kind of definition. And then you've got the more recent type of personal finance, financial guru type of uh, you know, um, definition of an asset, which is anything that puts money into your pocket is seen as an asset and anything that takes money out of your pocket is seen as a liability but um in the name of calculating your net worth assets are anything that has a value okay it doesn't necessarily have to put something into your pocket for it to be defined as an asset so for example your car is an asset according to financial accounting according to um, the actual calculation it is an asset because it has value it can be exchanged for money you know so it has value and it should sit um on your your personal balance sheet as, as an actual asset, um, especially if you own it outright, of course. Love that because I was going to ask, you know, what about things like cars and yeah, um, properties, whether that's your residential or buy, buy to let. But as you said, um, uh, in terms of um, accounting terms, um, it is an asset essentially, which mm-hmm. basically means right now you can sell it for something essentially. Exactly, exactly. So in the calculation, you you do um, use it as a um, as an asset um and, and i know that that may go against some people's definitions but i think it's really important to understand um what we're trying to achieve by calculating the net worth and why you have to you know think about things that you can sell remember the term the term is asset doesn't necessarily mm. mean it's a, a good asset or a great asset it's just a term <laughs> asset right yeah. so just like you can have appreciating assets you can have depreciating assets but they're all assets <laughs> and you 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 did give an example of a of a of a car a car that you own and the other alternative is obviously um paying a car on uh, car loan finance all of that stuff let's talk a bit more about liabilities and some examples of what that might be the car being an example yeah so you know the key thing and i think what what our listeners can really take out because it can be a bit of a confusing conversation but i think the key thing is to always start with the understanding of what you owe versus what you own and i think that helps because um you know there's even a question of is your home an asset Mm. you know and 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 uh, do you want to talk about that for a minute i think that could be a good 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 shout okay um i'm I'm probably one day we probably need to do a whole uh, episode on it but i'll give people what i believe is really important for people to understand but in answering that question because it is a difficult question and there's many different schools of thought so is your home an asset uh jacks says yes it is an asset (laughs) it is a financial asset because it can be exchanged for cash value right it is something that has value so it's an asset um and it is generally a an appreciating asset what you need to understand is of course when someone buys a home okay um they use money to buy the home so they normally have a deposit and they use that deposit to uh, uh to buy the home and then they take out a mortgage right they take out a, a type of debt to uh make up the shortfall so they can buy the, buy the home okay mm-hmm. so 
let's use some examples. If someone has a, a house that they want to buy for £100,000, um, they can have a deposit of £10,000 and then they can borrow £90,000 in the name of a mortgage from a lender, from a bank. Mm-hmm. And then they've got their £100,000 and they, they can buy the house. Okay. That £100,000 house can also go up in value over time. And let's say, for example, that that uh, property goes from £100,000 in value to £130,000 in value. Mm-hmm. What's good to understand, and a a key word here is balance sheet, keyword balance, is the £10,000 is seen as a cash asset. It's cash. It's Mm. part of your equity. That's another key word. The £90,000 is a debt, Mm. right? So that's a liability, Hmm. right? The home you've actually bought, the physical home that you're going to live in, that is also an asset Mm. and also the extra value the capital appreciation from 100,000 to 30,000 pounds is also an asset Hmm. and it's seen as equity so if we're balancing the books and we're doing a balance sheet analysis you've got 10,000 pounds which is your deposit plus the 30,000 pounds which is the value in which the home has gone up by Mm-hmm. That £40,000 is your equity. The £90,000 you owe the bank and the home that you have that you borrowed the £90,000 of, they cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So ultimately, yes, you owe the bank £90,000, but you've also got a home that you borrowed for £90,000 and the £40,000 that you've made is the equity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I always tell people when you're trying to really understand this thing, and it can be quite confusing. I'm not even sure if I've just described it very well. The ultimate thing I tell people to really focus on is their equity. Mm. And that's what they should focus on when they're calculating their net worth. What is the equity in the home? That's what needs to be thought about. You explained that perfectly, bro. Great example. And you, as you said, focusing on the equity, which is essentially yours, that is your money. Um, that is it's grown in size in 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 size over time um, and whatever is left to pay is cancelled out by the actual home they balance each other out as you said um so no that's that's perfect man exactly exactly and, and also what's important is as you are paying off the mortgage you are increasing your equity so mm. to an extent you are increasing your net worth because mm. remember mm. the net worth a calculation is all about the equity one of the beauties of owning property exactly exactly you're paying off so you're paying off a mortgage you're paying down the debt so you're increasing your equity in the home by paying it off but also the value of the home is going up in the form of capital appreciation these things increase your net worth love it love it um thank you for that um focusing more on some examples of uh liabilities yeah so the most common types of uh, liabilities are essentially debt um so anything that you owe anything that you've borrowed from the bank so you know if you've got any um let's say overdrafts um let's say you've got any um basically anything that you've borrowed money for um that 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 that, that actual debt debt is over, almost always a, a liability um and that's what's important anything that you owe is a liability and it reduces um, your net worth brilliant thank you for that that's really useful so 
for the individual listening, um, okay, they might have a sit down and really, because sometimes we actually realise we have assets and we're not even aware of. Um, can you think of some of those things where sometimes we don't even know we've, we, we've actually got assets, whether it's in our home or whatever? Yeah, as, as I say, you know, like the key thing is understanding that anything that can be exchanged for cash is an asset. Mm. So, mm. you know, if you open up your mind and you just think, what can I sell? Anything mm. that you can sell for cash is an asset. Um, it might not look like an asset because you're seeing it in its physical form, in its form that doesn't really look like an asset, right? So you might have mm. some books mm. um, that you've read um, that are still in very much good condition um, and it's sat there as, a, you know, on, in your library and, you know, you don't really read it anymore and it's just looking pretty. Um, but you don't know you can actually sell it to someone who's willing to pay a cash value for it. Mm. Um, so when you see the cash value, you see that, is an asset because that's how we're trained to think right we see the cash that's an asset but we just see it as a physical item you don't see that is an asset that's so it. again anything that could be exchanged for cash and anything that has value and i think that's a key word here mm. anything that has value is, is is an asset and can usually be exchanged for 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 currency brilliant thank you now let's say okay we've we've recognized all of that we've kind of you know played around some numbers understanding what our assets are and our liabilities are we've done a calculation and we've realized we've got a, a net worth of x amount why is that relevant to the end everyday individual and is it relevant is it important that's a that's a great question and um yes and no and, and i guess we can look at kind of both the pros and cons of really thinking about your net worth starting with uh why it, it could be very important mm. i think from a personal perspective the reason why uh you know, thinking about your net worth or calculating your net worth is important is it gives you an idea as to how far you are away from insolvency or bankruptcy. Mm, mm. Um, and I think that's 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 one of its um, highlights and what it can really help you with understanding. Um, because if all, you know, your, your, if, if, you, if your assets do not exceed your liabilities, um, then you are quite close to, um, to turn model mm. if, if you lose your job, for example. So I think that's that's what it can help you to um, obviously consider. And of course, if when you're doing things like retirement planning, um, you know, you might have different assets in different places that at some point you can convert those assets into a different type of asset that can look after you um, when you retire. So it helps you to even look at, let's say, your, your nest egg. So you may own uh, a variety of properties, you may own... Um, anything like big exchange for cash, but you know, at some point, if you want to, let's say, buy an annuity um, or, or, or invest um, into assets that can produce you produce an income for you in retirement, then it's good to know how big that nest egg could be. Mm. And of course, that's, that's obviously usually comes down to just uh, being able to liquidate a part of a net worth. So turning it from, let's say, tangible assets to liquid assets and then investing into something. Um, so that's, I think that's what's important. And I think mm. sometimes it's also just a, an eye opener. I think that's probably the best way I like to look at it. Mm. Um, it just tells you where you stand. Um, it just tells you, you know, if you, if you do a quick net worth analysis and you realize you have, um, a negative, uh, net worth, then it, it tells you that something needs to be done. Hmm. Okay. It tells you that, you know, you need to find ways to increase your assets or increase your, and reduce your liabilities, for example. And, and I think that's what it's, it's useful for. But I think that I think the truth is I don't like people to uh, kind of fixate on the net worth too much. Why? 
because uh, I think a big part of calculating your net worth is very egotistical. Mm, <laughs> I, I have think, this, I have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, it doesn't really mean too much. Um, or, or it means something, of course, and it has got meaning. But I think what's really important is that um, there are other things that are more important when it comes to personal finance. Mm. Um, yes, having a high net worth can put you in different categories. You know, even when we're doing uh calculations in, in the personal finance world or, or the investment management world we have um a way to categorize people as high mm. net worth you know mm. so certain companies will not take on clients that are not seen as high net worth individuals mm. um earning let's say 300k in a salary or having a net worth of 3 million and above for example that's that's what a high net worth person could look like but apart from all of that um I think sometimes for, for especially us guys that are very early on in our personal finance journey and of course our audience, I think what's really, really important is to understand that your net worth, you know, or, or living a lifestyle based on your net worth can be very dangerous. Hmm. And what I mean by that is you may notice that your net worth might be, let's say, uh, 400K, 500K, because hmm. you've bought a home and it's gone up in value and, and, you know, you've got a business that's done really, really well and all these things. And for that reason... Uh, you've then decided to live a lifestyle um, and increase your, your inf- you know, we call it lifestyle inflation, but you increase your expenses because you believe your net worth is really high. Mm. I think what's really important, PR, is remember net worth, especially if you own assets, can change very quickly. Hmm. It can change very, very quickly, especially when we're going through economic turmoil or recessions and that kind of stuff. Remember, your net worth is also a paper calculation mm. and it can ch- it, it does change every day. So, you know, you know, for us that own socks and shares, you know, our net worth could have been X amount a year ago. And today it's half, you know, if you, if you <laughs> which is this, a reality, right? Now, it's a reality. <laughs> you know, your whole net worth was, was, you know, if someone's whole net worth is, is in, in, in Bitcoin and, mm. and, and, and other cryptocurrencies, I think they will tell you that right now the net worth has halved. Yeah. If you based your lifestyle decisions uh, or a year ago based on your current net worth back then mm. and decided to you know spend sporadically or, or crazily then of course you'd be hurting right now hmm. so it's important to yes know your net worth however i think it's more important to think about for example things like cash flow and that kind of stuff rather than just thinking hey this is how much i'm worth uh, how much your worth really matters when it comes to selling i think that's what it comes down to is like having a business that's worth a certain amount um, you can sell it for a certain amount, but if you're not selling a business, all you really care about is the cash flow and the profitability. Hmm. Talk more a bit about the cash flow side of things. Yeah, so we, we know we know about the um, ideology of financial freedom or financial independence, um, and and I think, or just to define it again, is is where you know you own assets that provide a cash flow that can you know cover your your uh, daily or monthly expenses. And that's when you can you know, confidently say that, hey, I, I am I'm financially free uh, or financially independent. I feel financial independence is a different definition. I think there's more to it than just covering your expenses. Mm. Um, but like I said, you can, you know, and, and P, you asked the question that, you know, what, there's some things in your house that you might never know as an asset. Mm. You may have all these things that have a hand that were from paper, but if these things are not providing you a cash flow, um, then you can't actually live off them. Mm. you know um and, and i think that's important and i think that's where you know even when you're looking at businesses you find that businesses um that that survive are those business businesses that produce cash flow mm. um 
you know, properties that tend to do well and I could supplement people's lifestyle is those properties that provide cash flow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the, the important part, you know, always considering cash flow. Even when I'm doing kind of one-to-one, uh, you know, uh, sessions with people and, and we're talking about how to build a, a very solid, healthy investment portfolio, what you would realize is that, you know, you, your personal cash flow is extremely important in building that portfolio and not just relying on the, on the fluctuations of the valuations of your stocks. You know, you need to actually put money in because that's the thing that you have more control over. And I think that's really, really important. So yeah, I think uh, when it comes to this whole, you know, analysis of net worth and how important is it and that kind of stuff, I think it is. And I think it just gives you a very good, quick snapshot mm. as to where you stand. But the most important thing is actually drill into your personal finances and look at those things in a bit more detail. What is the cash flow? You know, uh, what is um, what do you actually have in your pension pot? What do you have in your in your property portfolio? What do you have in your stocks and shares? ISAs? How much cash do you have? How's your businesses doing? Your side hustles? These things are more important than just sitting there calculating your net worth and 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 having a smile to yourself. And I can't. I've done it before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be brutally honest because I came from a very very low income. Uh, negative net worth background you know and in 2020 uh 2013 when i finished my master's degree i looked at my net worth and it was negative Ooh. so it does help it did help build my confidence when i sat there one day and i calculated my net worth and i noticed i was actually in the six figures i said whoa what did you do i've done well for myself yeah. right but again it's important to not become uh uh arrogant or or naive with that calculation because that can change at any moment and i've seen uh, it happen in, even in recent times where my portfolio is, is is you know has dropped in 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 the tens of thousands for example mm. um and it's like okay you can't rely on it on your net worth what's important is for example your cash flow mm. are you still building uh, an income do you still are you still able to manage your personal finances on a month-to-month basis where your income from what you do whether it's your day job or whether it's your, your business can cover your expenses and can you consistently use that uh excess amount to consistently invest and build the same net worth that's been going down for example <laughs> yeah wow 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 love it man some really useful and juicy tips around um one's net worth and you know if someone does have a so-called high net worth um some really good tips on how to stay grounded and um i guess in some sense um humble and not get carried away and with a particular lifestyle focusing on that cash flow piece and you also gave some really um good um tips on if you are and where you was once uh, jack's in negative um net worth and when you look at that number and you know tips around increasing your assets and reducing your liabilities that's that is uh of course easier said than done done do you want to just quickly explain what you mean by that yeah so um in 2013 when i had graduated i realized uh when i say i was a negative net worth is um in terms of cash and other assets um relative to how much money i owed i realized i owed much more money than anything that i had in terms of cash or any assets and i didn't have any assets um, in the form of assets that we recognize, right? So I didn't have any stock shares, bonds, real estate, or anything like that. Um, but, and, and that's the interesting thing about bal- balance sheets, and I'm going to be off topic here, but I always say sometimes when we are balancing things, we, we, don't, we don't know how to do it properly. So mm-hmm. I said I had, yeah, definitely had a negative financial wealth, but at the time, um, in terms of my, my, my ability to produce um, 
a skill because obviously I had just finished a master's degree mm. it, on paper I still had an asset right mm. it just wasn't a financial asset so it's just something I wanted to throw out there that you know sometimes you might have a poor financial net worth um, but you should really really um, leverage of the other assets that you actually have which sometimes can't be uh, monitored well hasn't got a monetary value immediately that's a good shout, Jax, because I when you was talking about um liabilities in terms of um well liabilities things that we owe one of them is student loan obviously which is a liability but on the other side as you said you know not, most times you get a degree out of that which is can be quite useful for your career as well. Yeah, and and I, I always tell people this is one of the keys to financial literacy. Um, it's understanding balance sheets mm. um, and I know it's more of an accounting term and not everybody's done, studied accounting even I haven't obviously I've done modules in it but it's it's more just understanding that ultimately usually things balance out mm. and what you want to aim for is positive equity mm-hmm. so yes um, what you, what you want to do for example is you want to make sure that the value of the things that you are investing in has uh, the opportunity to bring up more than what you've put in and that's what causes you to have a positive equity so like you said you know uh doing a degree for example the key thing is to (laughs) is to make sure that the amount of money that you're going to generate from having that degree is more than the money spent on the degree and that's where the positive equity comes from so but at the beginning stages when you've just graduated you are balanced there's there's no pro or, 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 or there's no plus or minus in terms of overall positioning it's just that financially you are in a negative position and you need to find a way to over time quickly uh, use that asset which was the degree for example to generate financial returns that covers the financial liability so that you have positive equity wow. financially so you notice it's, it's more to do with the monetary value and we're talking about financial net worth mm. here so if, if again when we're talking about things like cars cars um even when you you know you you uh you you buy and even when you're you're, you're paying a small uh, monthly fee for it the car is a financial liability, but it serves a purpose, right? It serves convenience purposes, for example, so as, as long as it makes sense. And it always comes back down to valuation, making sure you spend uh, money on things that you value or you spend money uh, that on things that is fairly valued, making sure you're not overspending for something. I think that's the key thing. And making sure that there's that, you know, that that middle ground, that that kind of it's the same as equity but it's that kind of difference between how much you're spending and what you're actually getting out of that thing and that's what's really important that's the key to financial literacy i believe just understanding balance books love it man love it too much food for four hair jacks really yeah really we, you know even even i'm even as i'm speaking about it yeah. i'm getting chills because i yeah. really start to understand that this is what it really is about you know wow. it's about converting cash into uh, for example, physical assets that can provide a value, or it's about converting knowledge into into different things. It's always about trying to balance books, mm. but always doing it in a way where what you're spending um, on brings more value than the money you're spending, hmm. which eventually takes you into positive equity. Essentially, that's the key. You've got it. Hmm. Brilliant. No, I love it, man. Love it, love it, love it. That's so so useful, Jax, man. You've given a lot of food for thought there. <laughs> So I'm going to give you a breather now <laughs> and uh, just uh, take a, a break to do what we normally do on pretty much every episode and give a shout out to where we're getting um, new listeners from. And Jax, um, we are getting a influx of new listeners from Istanbul in Turkey. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, Turkey is a beautiful country. Um, and I've got quite a few Turkish friends as well. So uh, potentially, well, they're not living in Istanbul. So I doubt it's them unless they're on holiday <laughs> there. But um, welcome. Welcome. Um, this is Woke Finance. I'm here with my co-host, Peter. Here on Woke Finance, we talk about um, all things finance and all things finance related. Um, we talk about things from savings to budgeting to things that are not even you know the most obvious things with, such as you know to peer we've got a, an episode on dealing with the imposter syndrome that mm. one of uh, my, my friends uh, listened to and was talking to me about the other day and it's like yeah you know this is initially you wouldn't think this has anything to do with finance but it is something uh, and you find that most things still relate back to finance because remember money is just a tool mm. money is just a tool so welcome to what finance i hope you're enjoying and i hope you're gaining tons of value Come on, come on, come on. A massive shout out to our listeners, new listeners uh, from Istanbul. Um, let us uh, get in touch with us. Um, you can hit us up on um, Instagram. Um, Jacks, do correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe our Instagram is Woke Finance Team. Um, do you give us a shout out? Let us know how you found out about the podcast, um, what you're liking, if you're liking anything so far, um, and maybe what's the hot topic over there in terms of personal finance what is it that you want to know more about or want us to um discuss on the episode we'd love to hear from you so just a massive shout out from you over there in istanbul and of course a shout out to all of our listeners around the world we see you we appreciate you um and please just keep doing what you're doing in terms of sharing liking subscribing all of that good stuff and think of someone that you feel um, our episodes could be of value to it might be a friend a family member or someone and via social media um, networks as well. But Jax, any clo- final closing comments on the whole topic of net worth and, you know, is your net worth um, important? Yeah, I mean, um, like like I normally say, when we are doing uh, general financial reviews or what I like to call sometimes financial MLTs, I think it is important to consider um, all your assets, think about all the assets that you own and list them down, think about all your liabilities, go through your income and different income streams as well as your expenditure and and that kind of stuff. Um, And then you can look at your net worth, but don't become too fixated on calculating your net worth. Um, Just remember that it is a paper calculation that does change every single day. I think it is good just to give you a quick highlight as to how far you are away from things like bankruptcy or, or insolvency. Um, and you can also use it just as a target tool uh, for your own kind of, uh, you know, enjoyment. Um, so, for example, you know, you can say, hey, I want a net worth of, of 10K and 50K and 100K and 500K and a million, for example. It's a good target to work towards um, and it's fun. However, it is not the be and all. Um, under the grand scheme of things, I think there are things that are a bit more important than calculating your net worth because it can change. Love it. So even if it's just a fun and nice little exercise for us all um, in terms of just calculating our net worth, which, as Jack said, can change at any time. Uh, Jax, thank you very much for that, man. That's been really helpful and hopefully helpful to our listeners. Um, to our listeners, we appreciate you. Um, please keep doing what you're doing. And remember all, stay woke.